Blog Talk Radio. It's a nice truck. Yeah, Chevy Silverado. Check out this multiflex tailgate. Multiflex, huh? Wow. Come step. Mom, Dad's flexing again. That's not all. You can extend the bed for longer stuff. Is he still? Still flexing. That's right. And it becomes a workspace. You can put your laptop here. I'm sending an imaginary email. Hey, Dad, dinner. Hey, look who stopped by Daddy's office. Wait, you work here? The Chevy Silverado with the available multi-flex tailgate. Find new flexibility, find new roads. Chevrolet. Product of Beverly Nation Online Radio. I'm your host, Genesis Amaris Kemp, and we are on air now. 
from Lego. So you could dial in at 516-453-9133 and press 1 to join the conversation being brought to you by Looking Glass Entertainment. And tonight I have two special guests and co-hosts with me in the building, Cedric Scott Jr. and Dr. Kiana Ralph, who goes by Dr. K. So I want to welcome them to the stage, and then I will read a little bit more of their bio so you know who they are and what they're working with. So Cedric and Dr. K, please say hello to the people tonight. Hey, hey. Hello. (laughs) Hello. Good, Good evening, everyone. Pleasure to be here. Thank you so much, my amazing co-host. So first, I'm going to start with ladies. So Dr. K is a transformational coach and business growth strategist. She specializes in helping individuals realign with their authentic core self so they can experience balance, fulfillment, and freedom in their lives. What makes her services unique is that she integrates a component of health and wellness into her programs taking a well-rounded approach towards transformation. While her doctorate and master's degree are in business and administration, Dr. K understands that health and overall well-being is the starting place for true success. Now, Cedric Scott, Jr., a man on a mission, he has a master's in education. He is a former chemist, teacher, instructional coach, and assistant principal. He is also the author of his self-published narrative, Grade 3 to AP, Memoirs of a Black Male Educator. Cedric enjoys being a stay-at-home dad to his son and husband to his wife, who is also an educator. He, is cur- he currently works as an ed tech curriculum associate and is the creator of Melanated Mathematics, which is math content in the context of black history and culture under the umbrella of his independent company, Ancient Baby Brand, LLC. And y'all, for you men who are listening out there, since he's a chemist, he developed his own beard care line, among some other things. But without further ado, I want Dr. K to tell us a little bit more about who she is, and then you'll go, Cedric, because tonight's theme is Black Excellent, and we are going to unpack that. And for those of you just tuning in, we are on air live from Legos, so make sure you dial in at 516-453-9133 and press 1 to join the conversation with me, Dr. K, and Cedric Scott, Jr., So without further ado, Dr. K, tell us a little bit more about yourself and why is black excellence important to you? Well, thanks so much, Genesis. It's a pleasure again to be here. I appreciate you for the invitation. Um, And it's um, so what it comes down to for me, I want to talk first about black excellence, right, because I feel like that's a great segue to um, just introducing myself um, because I want to say that black, black excellence it doesn't, it's not about, it's not about, it's less about 
where you have come from and more about what you are doing uh, with what you have and how you use that to represent your community, right? And I wanted to start there. I started there because I believe that um, has been true for my own life. Um, I come from a small city called Camden, New Jersey. Uh, it's been known for many negative things, unfortunately. Um, it's been known as, at one point, the uh, murder capital for the United States, as well as um, the the poorest city um, in America at one point, right, in, in years past. And, you know, so I grew up in a very challenging environment. Uh, and, you know, it was a situation where um, – I remember walking to school, and I was actually going to private school, uh, to Catholic school, and I had to catch the bus. And I would literally walk by prostitution and drug dealers, and um, it's not something that any child should ever have to experience. However, it became a catalyst of what really inspired me to um, pursue uh, education. I decided at a young age that education was going to be my vehicle, my way out. And um, that is what that, that is where I focus. I focus on doing the very best that I could. Um, and that took me to becoming the first person in my family to get any, um, to then getting my master's at 23. And then uh, by the grace of God, I'm going on to complete my doctoral studies in 2019, right? And so, um, Again, it's not where you start, but it's what you do with what you have. And I believe that's black excellence, right? Because we, we're people that's resilient, right? We look at our history and we look at slavery. We look at, you know, I'm taking it back, but, you know, I feel like it's necessary to take a trip down history lane because if you don't remember where you came from, you won't always appreciate where you are, right? And so that's why it's so important for me to do that, even in my own life. Because that in itself, I believe, is excellent. Being able to have that level of resilience and be able to um, take what God has given you and put it on display, right, in a way that really represents your community uh, and so that they could be proud. And the fact that, you know, um, being able to see an example, a positive example of what is, po what, uh, what is possible um, when you put your mind to something and you have a you have perseverance and you have a dedication uh, to making it happen, right? So, so that's those are my thoughts. Hope I didn't take up too much time, but uh, those are my thoughts, and that is um, a little bit about myself and as well. Amazing, Dr. K, and thank you so much for sharing that. And it's so important that we go back and look at where we started and where we are now because it puts context about around us and about us. And um, Cedric, same question for you. Please share a little bit more about yourself outside of your bio and why black excellence is important to you. Sure. Um, yeah, again, thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. Um, and Dr. K, it's, it's interesting um, that your, your origins are uh, – in Camden, I actually started out my uh, teaching career there. I started out teaching uh, in kindergarten uh, in Camden. But um, wow. a little bit about me, yeah, I know, right? It's a beautiful <laughs> thing, um, you know, to, to have that kind of tie, but, um, you know, really thinking about the community and just how we can continue to support, which, uh, you know, will lead into kind of my, my portion of uh, thinking about black excellence in my own background um, as well. So, yeah, I grew up in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, uh, one of six children, the second oldest, um, and unfortunately, you know, early on, you know, we definitely had some uh, some hardships, things like that. I lost my mother um, when I was 10 years old, 
Uh, she was 33 at the time, breast cancer. Um, so that was difficult, of course, you know, but my father really, you know, he stuck in there um, and, you know, he did what he could um, and, and he raised us, right, um, which is really great in thinking about the idea of black excellence because then from that point, similarly to Dr. K, I also was the first uh, college graduate in my family went to an HBCU, Virginia State University, shout out to the Trojans, um, and got my, my, my bachelor's degree in chemistry there. Then I went back home, actually, for a brief stint, and um, I worked uh, a little a little while in chemical industry before transitioning into education, which was, you know, an, <laughs> a big shift, um, as you can imagine, but I always knew that I was going to go into education at some point. I, I just knew it for some reason, um, and my mother was really deep into education and learning. Um, so I, I think a lot of that influence was instilled in me early. And with that, the idea that I have uh, surrounding black excellence um, for me is really just mainly about building and, and support. So, um, you know, I was asked one, at one point, what is my why? And my why ultimately is, of course, you know, my own son, who is now 18 months old. He actually turned 18 months old today, which is great. But, um my why is essentially the black child who is born on the day that I die. Because for me, I have to consider what am I leaving behind? What remnants? Um, and to, again, back to uh, Dr. K's one of her points about not forgetting where you came from. What I ultimately strive to do is really think about, you know, what type of, you know, hieroglyphics, if you will, am I leaving behind breadcrumbs that are going to lead up to, um, you know, that, that finish line or, you know, that, that new point rather than having, you know, our young brothers and sisters stumble behind us and, you know, make the same mistakes, how can I provide information, content, supports, uh, anything in my absence that would allow them to, you know, surge forward, right, and, and kind of skip the line, if you will, rather than, you know, stumble about, you know, kind of like what I did. You know, of course, we all have our trials and tribulations, but, my main thing is making sure that anyone coming behind me is going to have a little bit of a leg up from anything that I can leave for them. Um, and, you know, with that, our support of each other and our community and making sure that we're all creating and putting something into the pot, right, if you will, I kind of consider it like a big pot of gumbo. You know, what do you bring into, you know, <laughs> to, the, to the table? Um, and, you know, with that, that to me is black excellence because I think we all have something to offer and no contribution is too small. Amazing, and I love that share, Cedric, and thank you so much for opening up and sharing what black excellence means to you. And we're going to go to the next track um, by International Internet Radio Hall of Fame producer and disc jockey in shiny, Honey B. Olasky. So we're going to cue that up, and then we'll be back. So stay tuned and listen to some amazing music. Hands off. Hey, he different. When I walk up in the building, they be like, he different. I 
do what I do, not what you do, so they like me different. Don't call me this, don't call me that, but you can call me different. Yeah, you know I'm different. Yeah, you know I'm different. When I walk up in the building, they be like me different. I do what I do, not what you do, so they like me different. Don't call me this, don't call me that, but you can call me different. Yeah, you know I'm different. Yeah, you know I'm different. Every week I hit the mall, I bought like the pistons. I keep coming back to back, they know I'm too consistent. Ringo, stop playing with him. Phone charge, 100%. I'm in the building like I pay the rent. I ain't the best, you got me bent. They cannot see me like I'm behind 10. I'm behind 10. I'm behind 10. Smelling good, check out the scent. Too strong, open the vent. Too clean, get off the lint. They want to ride, yeah. better yet they want to drive. Yeah. I let you have bad thing, get to show me that you ain't foul. I ain't seen realness in a while. I ain't seen real hair in a minute. She say she gonna leave her man alone, cause he ain't really about his business. She told me she need somebody that's different when i walk up in the building they be like me different i do what i do not what you do so they like me different don't call me this don't call me that but you can call me different yeah you know i'm different yeah you know i'm different when i walk up in the building they be like me different i do what i do not what you do so they like me different don't call me this don't call me that but you can call me different yeah you know i'm different yeah you know i'm different Ringo, stop playing with him. Get pumped, get pumped, get pumped tonight. You just heard Hit Different Again by Star Ringo. He is a CHH artist. CHH means Christian Hip Hop. So I wanted to bring the heat tonight since we're talking about black excellence. For those of you that are just tuning in, I have two very special guests and co-hosts with me in the building tonight. Dr. Kiana Ralph, she goes by Dr. K, and Cedric Scott Jr., and they are phenomenal people. And we are on air now live from Lego, so you can dial in at 516 Four five three nine one three three, and press one to join the conversation. And we are going to head on over to our first caller tonight. So, caller, state your name and tell us where you're calling in from. Hey, sweetie, it's Jerry Petito. Hey, Jerry, how are you? I'm good. I just wanted to call in and just support you and say hello, and I love you, and thanks for your prayers and your guests. You know, your co-hosts—they're amazing. I want to say hello to both of them, and their stories blew me away. They're heroes. Thank you so much, Jerry. And, yes, I want you to meet Jerry Petito. She is a phenomenal woman, and she's also a host here on um, our station. So, Dr. K and Cedric, would you like to say anything to Jerry Petito? And she is known as the Jersey Jewel. Yes. <laughs> well, hello, fellow Jersey, um, my fellow Jersey queen. <laughs> it's a pleasure, nice pleasure to meet you. <laughs> Thank you so much for the you kind too. words. That was so sweet of you. Thank you. Appreciate the love, the support. And... I'm sorry? Nope, I meant it. I meant it. Aw, yeah. thank listening, you. Listening to you both talk, I'm just like, wow, what you're doing is unbelievable. I mean, I... um. 
I don't know. I just think what I just think you're amazing. You brought tears to my eyes for personal reasons. Oh wow! Wow, that's powerful. Yeah. yeah well, Thank let you. me chime in and say that I appreciate you as well. Uh, and shout out to Jersey, man. I don't I don't know what's going on right now. Yeah. My, uh, yeah, my wife is actually from Jersey. Nice. Where? So, Jersey in the house. <laughs> yeah, my, where, my wife is actually where in from, Jersey. She's from the shore, from uh, Tom's River. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. Not far from me. I'm from yeah, Robbinsville. Okay. okay cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, shout out big up to Jersey tonight. And uh this is amazing. Thank you again for your kind words. Definitely appreciate it. Uh, uh, work that you do as well. Thank you. Uh God bless yeah. you three of you tonight. Yes. Like absolutely. Thank you so much, Jerry, and I love your support. I love you calling in and always adding value. But before I let you tap out, Jerry, you know I'm going to ask you a question because I wouldn't be me if I did it. So I'm going to pick this question for you. And co-host, feel free to chime in. So what does black excellence look like to you, and have you encountered it? Okay, so, yes. So, um. I have a mixed family, and, you know, my daughter-in-law is, is black. Um, she Actually, her she's half. Her uh, mom is, mom's family is white. Her dad's family is black. My granddaughter's half black. Um, but I've had family members my whole life growing up, um, friends and family members. And I grew up in Long Island City, New York, and I moved to New Jersey when I was in seventh grade. And um, one of my best friends as an adult, um, I met him 30 years ago, actually, in the rehab, because you know that I wrote my book on addiction. I changed my life 30 years ago. And he was this big black teddy bear. And I walked into the rehab um, and I saw a lot of things, you know, I didn't expect to see because I was only, you know, 30 years old and this tiny little white girl. And I saw him <laughs> sitting down singing. And I saw his smile, ran right up to him, sat next to him and said, you're going you're gonna to take care of me in here. And he laughed and he said, yes. We became best friends. He became family to us. And he's gone now. Um his stories were similar to the to the ones that I heard from your two guests, your two co-hosts. And when they were talking, that came right back to me. So my heart, I, I grew up not knowing anything about racism. I didn't live it, thank God, for my family. Um, so when I hear these stories, I think about my friends that have. So... Anyone who can overcome anything. I have a lot of Jewish friends as well. I mean, look at the Holocaust, right? I mean, everything. And anyone that can overcome what's happened to them are heroes to me. Jerry, Jerry, you always hit it with something that starts off on a high note and ends on a sad note in a sense. But you wouldn't be Jerry if you didn't come in blazing like the song says. Oh. You gotta hit you have to hit different again. And we have to have these courageous conversations and talk about these things because what black excellence looks like for me 
what it looks like for Dr. K and Cedric Scott Jr., it may be different than somebody else because we all have a different perspective and vantage point. Um, Cedric and Dr. K, what would you say to that? Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. And, Jerry, thank you so much for um, that share. Um, I think, like as Jessica said, you just, it was just so um, so on point in many ways. And and also, Genesis, what you said, um, I agree. I mean, we see everything through our own lens, right, our own world view, mm-hmm. right? What we've experienced in life shapes how we uh, view life and the situations and things that happen to us. And, that, and that's why I appreciate the fact that you even chose to do the show in this way, Genesis, you know, much kudos to you because, um, you're able to bring all those different um, vantage points. And, Jerry, you just further added to that. It was just absolutely beautiful. Oh, thank you, sweetheart. And, Jerry, yeah, I, I so. want to ask you, when is your next show? And tell the listeners um, how they could tune in with you. It's the same week as yours. My show is just – well, actually, this is a new week. I'm sorry. This is Monday. Okay, I'm losing myself. <laughs> It was this past Tuesday. So it was this past Tuesday, so four weeks from this past Tuesday, 930. Awesome, Jerry, and thank you so much, love, for tuning in. Once again, I love you, Jersey Jewel, and I'm so grateful that – Oh, Genesis, wait. Uh Let me say one thing. I I should say this. Um, I never really say this about my shows, but I'm going to be interviewing the mom of Danny's Law the little 12 or 13-year-old a few years ago that hung himself from being bullied, not just by the kids in school, but by the teachers and the administration. I'm going to be interviewing her just so everyone knows that, so please tune in. Danny's Law. Danny's Law. Okay. Thank you so much, Jerry. Thank you. And for the... For those of you that just heard Jerry Petito speak, she's also known as the Jersey Jewel. She is the International Internet Radio Hall of Fame broadcasting in shiny Jerry Petito, class of 2019. So definitely here to give her her flowers while they could bloom, metaphorically speaking. And we are going to jump back into our show tonight with Dr. K and Cedric Scott Jr., my amazing co-host. And for those of you who are just tuning in, We are on air live from Lagos. You can dial in at 516-453-9133 and press 1 to join the conversation because we definitely want to hear what you have to say regarding tonight's theme, Black Excellence. And I want to read a quote because there's a quote that says, Black Excellence means someone who is black who portrays great, great qualities and abilities that make the black community proud. And sometimes when we think about black excellence, we think about ways that we could complement ourselves to one another, not compare, not distract, or not take away. And you, we all have heard at some point or another there has been colorism within the African-American community whenever you compare the people of color African-Americans, and et cetera, with other races such as Asians, Hispanics, Latinos, Latinas, and all of that. We see how other racial groups are sticking together, but we wonder why aren't the people of color, blacks and African-Americans, sticking together? Has it been a ploy that was set up so they could cause us to be divided? 
And Cedric and Dr. K, I want to hear your standpoint on that. Sure. Um, so essentially talking about colorism, right? Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, so what I, what I think you, you, we can't necessarily step over is historical context, right? Um, so with that in mind, just considering all that, you know, we as a people have been through and the mental strain and stress um, that's been placed upon us and also the, I guess, forced indoctrination, if you will, of, you know, the idea of self-hate versus self-love um, in many contexts, right? Because you can talk about the colorism thing, which is definitely an issue, right, has been, because we've, we've heard the dark skin, light skin, but then, we, you know, we have the conversations about, you know, the Willie Lynch letter and, you know, pit the dark slave, about, uh, dark slave against the light slave, male versus female, all those things. But even digging deeper into it um, and then looking internally within ourselves rather than even looking at our brother or sister, but things like black women wearing their natural hair, right, and all the stigmas and things that are attached to that. So digging down into the root of it, um, we have to understand that these are ideals and things that were not put in place by us, um, but they are still things that we are still suffering from. And um, in regard to trauma and things like that, and this might actually um, lead a little bit or lend a little bit to uh, the previous portion of the conversation, but regarding things around trauma, um, you know, there's a quote that I once heard uh, that says, you know, even if something's not your fault, it is your responsibility. Um, so, you know, the way that I kind of think about that is what am I doing in this moment, right, in time, or what am I portraying or what am I putting out into the world that is combating that notion or this idea that I know exists, right, because if you ignore something, then, you know, you're, you're kind of giving power to it. So, um, you know, with that in mind, yes, there's, there is an issue, um, and, that, you know, we've seen that. And, you know, the idea is, well, what are we doing to replace that? Because we know that, you know, large-scale media, TV, things like that contribute to those, you know, those detrimental ideals. And, you know, we as people have to consider, well, what are we doing to go against that? And especially considering our youth, what are we showing them and teaching them in that context as well? Mm, thank you, Cedric, for sharing that because that is very um, profound because, what we teach our youth today is a seed that is being planted, and later on that seed is going to take root. And before we go a little bit deeper, Jerry Petito wants to chime in and say something really quick, and then we'll um, head over to Dr. K for her to um, respond. Hi, sweetie. Thank you. You know, Howard DJ, Honey Bielaski, He, you know, he's our Hall of Famer as well, even for producer. Um, he is the epitome of black excellence. I mean, his story alone, you know, I interviewed him personally. Um, I just had to say that because he also is a hero. And I just really wanted to say that. So thank you for bringing me back on, sweetheart. My pleasure. And, Jerry, I am definitely going to chime in. For those of you who don't know, um, we wouldn't be where we are today if it wasn't for um, DJ Huddy B. Olasky because he is a man on a mission and he does a lot of things behind the scenes. He's on these airwaves, I think six to seven days a week going hard in the paint for each one of us hosts. And he does have a family. He does have other things going on. 
So I definitely want to echo what Jerry Petito just said because he's an amazing guy on the forefront and behind the scenes. And I remember when I first met him, like he – he came off as throwing shade and I'm like, hold up school. You don't even know me from Adam or Eve, but then I respected his humor and he pushed me to be at the level that I am today. And I'm so grateful to have him in my corner. And I'm so thankful that he is a mentor for me um, in radio broadcasting. So thank you, Jerry. And thank you, DJ Honey B. So Dr. K, what would you like to say to that fire response that Cedric gave us. Come on now. <laughs> um, so first I want to say I love the all of the love that's taking place on today's show. Uh, I firmly believe in giving people their flowers while they're here. So I just want to just commend you for that shout out. I thought that was beautiful. Um, yes, in terms of Cedric's response, which was fire, um, <laughs> I, I definitely agree. I think he hit. I definitely felt like he hit a lot of key points there, and um, you know, I I love the fact that he pointed to the whole you know self love self hate piece, which I think has been a real issue, unfortunately, in the black community. And this is what this is why some years ago, um, you know, I believe like in the seventies, they had the whole um black uh, is beautiful movement right and just trying to reprogram the minds of the black community to love themselves because i do believe that um you know going back to you know some of the things that Cedric mentioned in in the beginning uh you know there were things that i believe was orchestrated to get the black community to not love themselves and to uh, think less of themselves. And um, the mind is an interesting place because uh, it can, you know, thoughts can take shape and, and take root and um, even go down generations, right? So, and I think we see that even when we look at the whole poverty mindset, right, that I believe it's a generational mindset that's passed down. Um, and a lot of that is, I believe, also attached to um, slavery, right? There's so much um, in it that we could discuss. Uh, there's a, a really good book called Post-Traumatic Slave Syndrome that does mm-hmm. a great job of being able to point to some of the uh, effects of uh, slavery even today. Um, and so, I mean, it's just, you know, we don't have enough time to really dive deep, really deep into <laughs> that part of the discussion. But I will say this, um, I do believe we still have a, a little ways to go in that area. I feel like we've come a long way, um, that, that colorism is still a thing, but unfortunately, I don't think it's as big of an issue as it once was because you see more and more people embracing the natural aspect. You know, like I know I've been natural um, for many years, and I know a lot of people um, that have embraced their natural hair texture, too. And so I, I be, believe even society is starting to do that, like not just the black community, but other ethnicities are embracing it. And last year, as difficult of a year that was with George Floyd and civil unrest, I do feel like there was an awakening to some degree. Um, in terms of just some of the disparities and um, just needing to acknowledge um, things within the black community that uh, just hold us back for so many years. And so I feel like there's more appreciation for black culture now. Uh, Again, we have not arrived, right? (laughs) There's still work to be done. But praise God that, you know, things have progressed 
and um, one can only hope that they will continue to progress um, as time goes on uh, because I believe that ultimately it's for the betterment of the entire world because the black race is a beautiful race and uh, has added a, a tremendous value to the world. And so, so yes, so those are my thoughts. Um, and I, yeah, I will yield the mic. <laughs> Woo! Amen. And I love it. Oh, man, y'all are bringing the fire tonight, coming fresh out the gate, fresh out the oven, hot. And it's just so important that we just talk about these things because we're not where we used to be, but we're not where we want to be yet. And it starts with all of us doing our part. So I tell people, you have to ask yourself, what type of imprint are you making and how is that creating an impact in order for you to be a world changer and see the seeds that you plant take root and reap that abundant harvest And before we jump to caller two, I'm going to read this quote from Oprah Winfrey. She says, I was raised to believe that excellence is the best deterrent to racism or sexism, and that's how I operate my life. And then the next quote, really quick, before we go to caller two, it says, dream like Martin, lead like Harriet, fight like Malcolm, think like Garvey, write like Maya, Build like Madam CJ, speak like Frederick, educate like W.E.B., believe like Third Gord, challenge like Rosa. And that was on a shirt that I found on Pinterest. So I'm mm-hmm. going to head on over to Caller 2. Caller 2, welcome. Tell us who you are and where you're calling from. <clears throat> well, good evening. Good evening, good evening. How are you tonight, Genesis, and my Kemp Point sister, and your lovely, <laughs> wonderful guest tonight? I am doing well, Jarek. You did not even say your name. <laughs> I know. That's why the introduction speaks for me. Okay. Well, let's introduce yourself, please, to my co-host, Dr. K. Ralph and Cedric Scott, Jr., so they know who you are, because I already know who you are, Jarek. Okay. Thank you so much. Well, good evening, Dr. K. and King Brother um, Scott, Mr. Scott. Um, thank you all so much for being on the show tonight. My name is Jarek, the Gifted One Thomas, and I am a host here with ONE Dynasty um, with my show, A Little Tea Time. But I am calling in tonight to personally congratulate you, Genesis Amaris Kemp, on your ONE syndicated station, all-time connection record with your fifth all-time and your fourth consecutive with the Darlene Lawrence Championship, honoring our late Hall of Famer with all-star listening records. So congratulations, Genesis Amaris Kemp, and to your wonderful guests, um, as a, a black man, um, here in the South in Louisiana, um, I definitely love the the point of view that y'all are bringing tonight, and the fact that we are talking about black excellence. We do not see that all the time in our communities. We do not see that all the time in our neighborhoods. We do not see that all the time amongst our people. So, for y'all to be sharing these stories tonight, to be sharing y'all's perspectives, thank you so much for coming on board tonight to do this show. Um, it just means a lot to someone like me who is fighting to finish my my bachelor's degree in psychology 
And um, I just I, I have a very, very great and very humble appreciation for y'all coming on tonight. So thank you for coming on tonight. Um, I definitely would love you guys to tune in to my show, A Little Tea Time, on October the 5th. Um, and y'all call in 516-453-9133 and press one for some tea time with me, Jarek, the gifted one, Thomas. Um, I love you, Genesis Morris Kemp. I am definitely definitely appreciative, and I have a great deal of respect and love for you tonight. So thank you so much for what y'all do. And right. continue to have an awesome cell queen system. Jarek, and before you go, I'm going to let one of our co-hosts, um, ask you a pop question regarding to the theme Black Excellence. So, Cedric or Dr. K, I don't know which one of you want to ask Jared a pop question, but take it away. And, Jared, thank you so much for letting me know on the record that I made tonight, and I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to do it without you and the amazing callers and those who are listening by airwaves. So I want to thank all of you for supporting me and my co-host because it's all of us together, and that's how we're building legacy. It's not just one, but it's all of us. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Definitely. Dr. K, I don't know if you have a question. If not, I do. Yeah, sure. No, go go ahead. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, yes, yeah, so, Derek, I was mm-hmm. actually considering and um, listening in, um, you know, to your, your speech about uh, your bachelor's degree, right? So congratulations on that. I know it's coming. It hasn't happened yet, but it will. Um, so I'm going to congratulate you early. And with that in mind, in our conversation about black excellence, uh, I'm, I'm curious about what your what your plans are, I guess, whenever you do receive that degree and kind of like what do you think your path is going to be um, in terms of your own contribution? Um, well, I, I know for certain that um, right now I have a passion for, for wanting to help people um, because we're in a time when now um, – and I'm gonna just be frank with y'all. Right now, I'm not abs- I'm I'm not in the place where I want to be, but I know where I'm going, and I know that my calling is to be a, either a social worker or to do family counseling. Um, but I'm beginning to lean more towards um, social injustice because I'm taking um, criminal justice classes um, now, so I'm I'm starting to lean more um, towards the sh- social work. And um, I, I definitely have a passion for seeing black people like us who who come from the ghettos, who come from the slums, who don't see opportunity for people like us. I want to be able to show them, look, yeah, you might be coming here just to get some support or just to get some counseling, but I also want you to understand that you're more than just your circumstances. You are more than what people say you are. You are more than what your your um, community defines you to be. You have the power to make your life the way you want it to be, and if you have the resilience and the dedication and the brilliant mindset to continue to fight for your dreams, fight for your 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 passions, fight and stand behind every one of your messages that you put out to the world. If it's positive messages, people will respond like like wise and like minded. And it's it's very important that you be conscious of um, the people who are paying attention to you because you're you're changing people's lives even when you don't see it. You're still changing someone's life. Amazing. Yeah. And I love what you're doing, what you're doing, Jarek. And I want to just tell you: don't ever let no dream killer, no hater, no critic, no naysayer. No family members, no friends distract or deter you from going out and pursuing your goals. 
because if you have a vision, that vision was placed inside of you for a reason, and that vision needs to be birthed. And so what if somebody doesn't understand you? They don't think that you'll make it. You do it anyway because it's about the impact that you're going to get. And you may be the only person that is able to plant a seed in somebody else's life. So even though you don't have that bachelor's degree, I know that you are going to get it. And it took me a while to get my to get my degree, but you know what? I did it, and I'm making that impact. And my degree is in – I changed my major, mind you. I changed from psychology to supply chain and logistics and technology with double minors. And it was hard because I worked full-time, and I went to school at night while trying to be a fiancé to my now husband. And, you know, there's always trials and tribulations that come, but if you don't waver and if you don't shrink back, then the sky is the limit. Well, hell, the moon, because there are footprints on the moon and people are now going, you know, going up there. So I just want to commend you and just tell you to keep on going and keep on rocking it out. And everything that Cedric said is amazing. He asked you a phenomenal question, and I'm so grateful that Cedric Scott Jr. and Dr. K could really tap in tonight because we all have different backgrounds, but we're here trying to curate a space to come together and pour out into you all because if we only touch one person, then we've done our job because you don't know who that one person is going to go on and touch and bless. So I just want to thank you, Jarek, for calling in and, you know, just sharing sharing your story with us and giving my co-hosts, you know, their flowers while they could bloom. And I'm going to head on over to the next track by International yes. Internet Radio. Oh, wait, yes. Go ahead, Dr. K. I'm sorry. Do you mind if I just um, add on really quickly to what you just said to Jarek? No, 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 go ahead. Okay. Yeah, there's All right, awesome. Perfect, perfect. So I just want to echo what you just said, and Jared, thanks so much for um, just gracing us with your presence this evening. You were just a fresh breath of air. I I appreciate your authenticity. I just felt it as you were talking, and I can can sense your heart, your sincere heart for people, uh, which is so necessary, and I feel like the true game changers out there are those individuals like yourself that have a heart to really give back and to, you know, help support other people to be, to walk into their own greatness, right? So that's what it really comes down to. And I think that is truly the epitome of Black excellence is those individuals who are looking at, are looking to serve a purpose greater than themselves, right? So it's not about them but it's about the impact that they can have on those around them. And so, and I sense that for you, and I'm rooting for you, brother, that you have that degree. Keep pushing. You got this. And I'm looking forward to hearing great things about you to come. So, pleasure to meet you. Thank you so much, Dr. K, for um, speaking into Jared Thomas's life. And thank you, Cedric Scott, for giving him that brotherly advice and wisdom. We're going to head on over to our track by International Internet Radio Hall of Fame producer and disc jockey in Shriney, Honey Bee Olasky. Come on, Honey Bee, drop that beat. If I ever took a loss, I learned a lesson. I'm better than the next man. I've been down before to come up on these stresses. Baby, I'm too busy. 
Caller 3, state your name and where you're calling from. We are talking about our theme, Black Excellence, and you are live with Dr. K. Ralph, Genesis Amar Kemp, that's me, y'all, and Cedric Scott, Jr. Hi, is that me? Yes, that's you. <laughs> Hi there. What a great show you guys have. I just jumped on a little bit ago, and what an amazing mentor the last gentleman that was speaking um is it jared and he was just an amazing mentor for people and i think we all need mentors and congratulations on your show you guys sound awesome thank you so much and can you state your first and last name and the last caller his name was jarek with a j like derek but with a j jarek thomas Eric, nice, nice. I'm Ava Holly, and I have a show coming up Wednesday evening, so I'm a new host on on uh, Beverly Nation with you guys. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to that. And I'm enjoying catching, you know, many of you guys' shows. Um, can't always get in. I try to get in on Mondays and Fridays so I can see, um, be supportive of you. And uh, I, you guys sound amazing. Thank you so much, Ava, for calling in, and welcome to the ONE Beverly Nation family. We are in this together, and before you go, I'm going to either let one of my co-hosts ask you a question regarding black excellence. So, Cedric or Dr. K, which one of you wants to take it? Um, Sure, I can can take it. Oh, okay. You got it. You got it. You got it, it, Dr. K. (laughs) <laughs> I didn't know her. So yes, my question to you is: What is your um, one of the questions we've been asking throughout the show? Is what is your definition of black excellence, and what does it mean to you? How do you see black excellence? You know, it's a little hard for me to put that in a nutshell because I'm not black, so I don't. I I don't distinguish color. So it, it's really hard for me to answer that. I mean, I I see where there's areas in people's communities that need uplifting and I don't know whether that's black, white, Asian, whatever it is. We just need to support each other. And since your topic is black excellence, I know that you're talking about these communities and and the black communities and what we do as mentors. So I applaud that last caller because we all need mentors, whether it's, again, black, white, Asian, whatever we are, Indian, whatever. Especially now, there's so much hate and so much crap going on in the world that I think it's important that we become mentors wherever we can for our communities, whatever color the skin. Um, And I, it's difficult for me to answer it specifically as black excellence because I just don't see color. So I, I just, you know, I just feel for the communities, for the, for the people that have no hope and can't get themselves up out of where they are. And I, again, I feel it's so important that if we can be a mentor and like you said, reach just one person, then we've done our job. You know, it, mm-hmm. it, 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 it pains me. I'm almost in tears right now talking about it because it's so hard to see people that have no hope. Mm-hmm. 
you know. Yeah. Ava, if I could yeah. chime in, and and thank you so much for your response. And since you aren't a black woman or a person of color, one way that you can help contribute to black excellence is by being an ally, being an advocate, or being a sponsor. Even though you don't see color, if you see or hear something that is not right and it does not align with your spirit and humanity, I would encourage you to educate that person who is spitting ignorant rhetoric and they are just talking out of their behind and they're not doing anything Mm -hmm. that is building up the community, but they're tearing something down. So if you're not doing, uh, if you are doing that, keep on doing it. And if you're not doing it, I want to encourage you to have that boldness like Daniel in the lion's den and just hold people accountable because it starts with all of us. And sometimes you don't know what you don't know. And I feel exactly. like we all have a part to play, whether it's a black excellence, whether it's to stop Asian hate, whether it's to help Afghan um, refugees or anything. We are all here mm-hmm. because we are human beings and we need to get back to humanity. Put human instincts back in humanity and let's cut the nonsense and love people beyond who they are. Forget about the outward appearance, but if either one of us on this Mm -hmm. show tonight were to get cut, we would all bleed red. So I don't understand why we're Mm -hmm. so divided. We have to cut the nonsense, and we have to strip away the rhetoric and the baloney that social media and society is putting out there because that is not humanity. That's that's so true, and the more voices we have that do that, the better the world will be the communities will be and yes i agree with you totally and thank you for letting for asking me that thank Genesis, you can so I, much. Add yeah. a little bit that? i just wanted to push yes. a little bit honestly because um and hopefully ava's still on um for me i'm just going to speak you know personally i don't want to speak for anybody else in terms of seeing color like to me it's perfectly fine if you see it right like because I am who I am, um, and at the end of the day, you know, I can't change, right, my, my appearance, my skin color, whatever the case may be. So with that, I know, you know, amongst the people that I speak with um, in the black community, for us, right, many of us, that I, you know, the folks in my direct, um, you know, kind of circle and people I converse with, seeing us is, is, is part of it, right, um, and understanding that, even though there are differences, right, um, there are still similarities and things that we can get past. So getting to that point that Genesis mentioned as far as being, you know, an ally and and, and being in support, um, part of that I think also is recognizing that, you know, a specific group of people, whether it be, you know, black people or whomever else, right, they, everybody has their, uh, you know, their, their own specific kind of things and, and woes that they've been through, right, um, as far as the community goes. So I think seeing that and understanding it or at least attempting to understand it and, and being open, right? I always say um, I value inquiry over ignorance. I, I, don't, I can't get upset mm-hmm. at somebody for asking a question just because they don't know. Um, but with that, you know, I'm speaking for myself, see me, right? See me. It's, it's completely fine. And, and in doing that, you also open things up a little bit more for myself because I, my recognition and understanding of my humanity also lies within my blackness um, as a person, too. So, yeah, I just wanted to shed light on that and, and just say that, you know, for anybody out there, allies, everybody mm-hmm. included, 
You can see me. Mm-hmm. You can see us. It's cool. <laughs> Well, I don't want you to take that the wrong way. I agree with everything you're saying. Of course, of course I see, but I don't see it in relation to, it's hard to explain because I was never brought up that way. You know, when, when I, when I see other families and other people and the way they think you're talking about the, the garbage and the rhetoric that's out there, I just can't believe it because I never was in a household like that. And it's, it's, a testament to my parents and my family that, that, you know, brought me up in a way where I treat everybody as, as equal, you know, and I know that that's not always the case. And I know we have to see beyond that. However, for me, I encourage everybody. You know what I mean? I, I would mentor anybody and I, I, my heart expect that others would do the same. Like, they don't always. We know that. Uh, however, again, the more voices that carry, the better we lift each other as we climb. Definitely. And thank, thank you so much, Ava, and thank you, Cedric, for chiming in and throwing that audible there because it's these courageous conversations that we need to have to push the needle forward. And before we jump over to caller four, I'm going to read a quote by Marcus Garvey. It says, you at this time can only be destroyed by yourself from within and not from without. You have reached the point where the victory is to be won from within and can only be lost from within, can only be lost from within. And that was taken from Marcus Garvey. So we're going to jump on it over to Caller 4. Caller 4, you are on air live Please state your name and tell us where you're calling in from. Peace and divine light. This is Offset Atun Ray calling out of Manhattan, New York. Hello to you, Genesis, and hello to your guest. Hi, hi, Offset. Thank you so much for calling in. My guests are Dr. K. Ralph, Dr. Kiana Ralph, but she goes by Dr. K. and Cedric Scott Jr. Okay. Hi, Dr. K and Dr. Cedric. So I wanted to chime in on the conversation. Um, I love the diversity in, in your hosts and what they're talking about, and I love what your other callers are saying. However, I have one slight thing that I disagree with, um, with Dr. K said in the beginning, and um, it's pertaining to when she said it doesn't, it's not where you come from or where you start. I will say, in my opinion, it does matter where you come from and where you start, and I'm going to give you two words why. Generational wealth. When you come from a background and a family that has no generational wealth, no assets, no financial stability, or no type of solid foundation, you're going to start at the very bottom, and that is the main problem when it comes to the melanated man and the melanated woman. We don't have any, most of us don't have any generational wealth. So it's like if, if parents don't think what their, their actions and how they live their lifestyle affects their children, it really does. If you come from a family where you're just dirt poor, and, and if you're in an environment or if you're in, a, if you have friends that,
that don't see themselves um, making it beyond their means or beyond their lifestyle, then that's going to cause a stagnation. Also, another thing, I don't see color, but I see color, meaning I see what's going on. And to answer your question about um, black excellence, I'm not going to use the word black because it's Greek and it means Mavro. I'm going to use the word original because that is what Elijah Muhammad had told us we are. We are original. So the key, part of keeping original um, beings alive is to keep it going. And I'm going to put an emphasis on that when I say that. What I mean by is we, if there is not enough um, melanated women producing melanated babies, then there won't be a melanated race on the planet. And I live in New York City. It's more mixed babies being born than black babies. And a lot of people say that's not a problem, but it is. Because if black women don't keep having black babies, we're going to be wiped out as a race. And it'll be just a race full of mixed children. And we're living in a society where it's hard as it is for the black woman to succeed. And it seems like we're limited. Our black men, our successful black men that we have, they're turning to white women. And to me, it's not a good look because we're out here busting our behinds doing what we have to do when the white woman has it easy. And I'm not saying that it's all white women because I know some poor white women as well, but keeping black excellence has to, has to also, we have to be able to stay together in the black community. But I love the topic and I love the conversation. Also, Jarek, you have that degree, okay? Go for it. It's already in your hand. Manifest it. I love you. Nothing you all can do about it. Thank you so much, Osset, um, Atun Ray, for chiming in and sharing with us your viewpoint and going a little bit deeper. I'm going to see if Dr. K wants to add her rebuttal or Cedric based on what you said, and then we'll head on over to caller five and Q. So, um, Dr. K, would you like to chime in? Sure, sure. Thank you so much for that. Yeah, so thank you for sharing, first of all. Uh, I appreciate your uh, honest um, share. <laughs> and and, it, and it's okay to not always agree, right? We're going to, you know, we talked about in the beginning the diversity, and we're going to see things through our own world lens, right? Um, I will say this. I completely agree with you in a sense of um, the, the challenges that come with growing up in poverty, uh, I believe I mentioned earlier that I grew up in poverty. I actually grew up in a single-parent home, uh, and my family struggled. Like, it was a it was a, a very difficult time. So I, I am that person that you just spoke of, not having anything and having to literally fight tooth and nail. And the reason why I see the outcome differently, I can make a statement that it's not about where you begin, but what you do, what you have, is because, um, if anyone will look at my life, they would, or let me just put it like this. There are some people who will look at my life and would say, Kiana, you're walking in, in excellence, right? Um, and so I feel like I am that person, right? I'm that person that is showing that it's possible to grow up with absolutely nothing. And I, I mean nothing. 
um, and still make something out of it, right? I, to to go on to become the first doctor in my family and to go on and forget, you know, the athletes to go on and impact lives, right? Because I think, you know, that and the that is really excellence, right? It's not even about the money. It's about it's not about the fame. It's about whose life are you impacting? And I think about a quote from Martin Luther King that says, you know, if a man is called to be a street sweeper, he should sweep streets, even as Michelangelo painted or Beethoven composed music or Shakespeare wrote poetry. He should sweep streets so well that all the hosts of heaven and earth will pause to say, here lived a great street sweeper who did his job well. And to me, that is black excellence because it's taking the role that you were called to play here on earth and doing it to your best ability. Doesn't mean your doesn't come down to your status, you know, your economic situation, right? Social economic situation, but it comes down with what are you doing with the gifts and the talents that were given to you by God. And I'm close with this and say that in terms of breaking out the poverty. So one of my passions in life is helping to break the cycle of poverty, starting with my own family. Right, which is why I go so hard and help work so hard, um, because I, I I believe that it's possible to shift things and to even though I, you may have not started off or I may not have started off with generational wealth, I don't believe that that has to be my final outcome. Like your current situation isn't your final destination, and so that's why I, I still stand true to that statement that it's not about where you come from, but it's about what you do, what you have, because there are countless stories. Oprah is just one of many of individuals who've shown that you can come from a, a very challenging circumstance, poverty, and make something magnificent out of it and impact lives in the process, right? So, um, so yes, I, I'll stop there for the sake of time. But, uh, you know, I, I believe that at the end of the day, you know, black excellence still has more to do with the impact that you leave behind. Thank you so much, Dr. K, for just really accentuating all of that stuff and just going going deeper, and that's what it's about. We may not always agree or see eye to eye, but each point is valid. And before we jump to caller five, the next quote is from Malcolm X. We need more light about each other. Light creates understanding. Understanding creates love. Love creates patience, and patience creates unity. Malcolm X. Caller 5, you are on air live. And for those of you just dialing in or just tuning in, dial in at 516-453-9133 and press 1 to join the on- press 1 to join the conversation brought to you by Looking Glass Entertainment. Caller 5, please tell us who you are and where you're calling in from. Hey, peace, peace and abundant devices. I'm the master saint master sound healer, integrant architect, a host here at O&E Dynasty. My show was actually last Thursday of last week. Just tried to do that. Um, and my show will be on thir- Thursday of last week. Okay. Uh, award-winning you Honest to you. Uh, 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 Honey, you're breaking in and out. um, We want to hear it. Honey, you're breaking in and out. We want to hear what you have to say, man. Yeah, oh, man. You're breaking in and out. We want to hear what you have to say. So I don't. I'm going to put you back in uh, in, in ice. 
and bring on our next caller. All right, caller. You're on the line right now Hi. with Chances Mars Kemp and the wonderful Jeremy. Let's get it. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Caller six, you're on air live with Dr. K. Ralph, Cedric Scott Jr., and none other than Genesis Amaris Camp. Where are you calling in from? And state your name. All right, call you there. Hello. Hello. Okay, these calls are not ready. They're not ready. So we're going to bring it back on. So we'll go to our next track, y'all, and right back to our outstanding interview. Let's get it. It's that bring back memories, bro. It's real. Shut up. It's coming from the soul, so bear with me on this one. I remember telling this story like it was yesterday. When I think about my life, I could have easily been gone. Put myself in situations that could easily go wrong. Found myself facing somebody that's ready to kill me when he was shaking, pointing a gun at me and squeezing the chrome. Never thought that I'd be looking down a barrel of a Ruba. Asking God if he could hit me, then reach out to the shooter. Pulled the trigger trying to kill me, but it wasn't my time to go. And that was God holding death back from taking me sooner. Gotta be God, gotta be Being brought to you by Looking Glass Entertainment. 
Awesome, y'all. And we are winding down. I'm going to read one more quote, and then we are going to head into our final thoughts by my amazing guest and co-host, Dr. K and Cedric Scott, Jr. So the next quote is going to be from Harriet Tubman. Every great dream begins with a dreamer. Always remember you have within you the strength, the patience, and the passion to reach for the stars to change the world. Harriet Tubman. Now, I'm going to head into our final thoughts section. So I'm going to let Cedric Scott Jr. kick us off and then followed by you, Dr. K, and then I'll go. Great. Thank you. Um, Yeah, so final thoughts for me considering the topic of black excellence in this amazing conversation. First of all, I'd be remiss if I didn't uh, lift up black women real quick. Y'all are amazing, um, especially, you know, the, the two co-hosts I have on here with me. I appreciate you both um, and everybody out there listening. Uh, but, yeah, so for me, what this ultimately boils down to, um, I'm, I'm going to circle back to some of my initial um, points, is that we really just need to think about what is it that we are doing um, and we are adding and contributing uh, to our communities, uh, to society, um, and what are we pouring into our youth? Uh, especially, I always go back to um, the youth and think about one of my favorite quotes from Frederick Douglass, uh, which says that it is easier to build strong children than to repair broken men. And, you know, with those things in mind, ultimately considering the idea of what real education is, um, which is, you know, as uh, Carter G. Woodson says, is, you know, inspiring others to live abundantly. Um, and to make life better than what they found it. So with all that being said, I just really push and urge everyone uh, to really consider what what great things are you leaving behind, what things are you teaching, um, and what information are we putting out um, to for ultimately for the betterment of our people, for the world, um, and for those coming behind us. And I will close with that. I appreciate the time. Um, and I just have really enjoyed this conversation so much. And, um, you know, I appreciate both of you uh, and the time that you spent here. So thank you very much. Thank you so much, Cedric, and thank you for just really being here tonight and being the man that is holding it down. And I want to thank you for all the things that you do on the forefront as well as behind the scenes because you do so much things that, people may not normally see because you do it behind the scenes, but I just want to encourage you to keep on doing what you're doing. Keep making that impact because you have a legacy that is coming up behind you and that's your son. And your son is going to be great because he had a phenomenal father and you are the epitome of a black family, a strong black woman, a strong black man raising a black prince that's going to be a king or whatever you want to call your son. And now I'm going to pass it over to Dr. K. Dr. K, what are your final thoughts regarding our theme, Black Excellence? Sure. Thanks so much, Genesis. Um, first, I want to thank both you and Cedric. I just had such an amazing time this evening um, being able to a co-host alongside you and Cedric. Thank you. I echo what um, I share, share the same sentiments as Genesis, and thank you for being such a, a me, an amazing 
absolutely amazing representation of the black father and just, you know, representing our, our black men. Um, I really believe that uh, we are strong, stronger together. Right. And so um, I appreciate the fact that, you know, we could really love on each other, support each other and uplift one another. Right. Because at the end of the day, um, the black community is as strong as its relationships, right? The, the, the ability to be able to um, unite together, right? And so uh, so I appreciate that we could have collectively a conversation today, uh, not only amongst ourselves, but with our guests and everyone who called in, even those outside of the black community, right? I appreciate those who um, still advocate and support. You all make a difference, and we appreciate all the contributions and the value that you add because um, you just, you can't, you know, you can't make progress alone, right? It's always been a unified effort and we've seen that throughout history. So that's why I'm so grateful to have been on this call today and um, always, you know, feel, I feel like I'm walking away with so much, so much more like to, 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 to chew on. <laughs> it's just a, so, such a meaty conversation um, and just really appreciate hearing from um, from everyone this evening. So, um, and my takeaway is really that it kind of just goes to what I just said in terms of unifying, right? So we talked about uh, being able to support each other, and you know, one of the things that I feel like the Black community unfortunately has struggled with in times past is like just the whole crap mentality. Sometimes not being as supportive, right? Not always. Um, helping each other, and I believe that I believe in the philosophy. I believe in the concept uh, philosophy that each one teach one. And if we could take time to help mentor, educate, support um, each other, and it, it doesn't have to be a handout, but a hand up, right? It's helping to empower, right? Empowerment is something. It's something something that I am so passionate about because I believe it's a game changer. Uh, and can be a game, a huge game changer in the black community. Uh, the more that we embrace it, um, and empowerment, you know, it's, it's twofold, right? So it's empowering the mind, but also empowering the heart. Uh, I think about a quote by Aristotle who said that educating the mind without, you know, education is nothing if we're only educating the mind, right? We have to educate the heart too, right? So we have to make sure that yes, our community understands how to you know, manage finances and how to um, utilize, you know, basic life skills and different things like that. But we also need to understand the importance on just loving on each other and, you know, just having that, that those family values that, you know, you, that it, it was passed down from generation to generation. And I feel like some of that over these decades have gotten lost as we've seen some children raising themselves, right? Um, latchkey children, you know, sometimes just having to, you know, um, I, I was one of them at one point, you know, having to take care of my siblings and my mom, you know, went to work, right? And, and, and unfortunately, that's just the situation. But that's where, you know, the rest of the village has to step in, you know, and that's why I, I love and I always refer to the old African proverb, it takes a village to raise a child, because it really is going to have to be a unified effort. We have to come together to support one another, to to be to, to, to walk in the greatness that we're all that we're all destined to, and uh, and that's you know for me uh, my takeaway is just continuing to 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 do play our individual part, whatever that looks like, you know, at making that contribution. How can I um, help you know, another individual? 
um, to, to walk into their greatness so that they could fulfill the, the destiny on in, for their life, right? Um, and I think when we have that, that mindset, then um, we can accomplish so much more, right? Because, again, it's not just about us, but it's serving a purpose greater than us. And so that's it for me. Um, again, just grateful to have been here tonight, and thank you for such a, an amazing dialogue. Thank you so much, Dr. K, and thank you so much for closing us out with your final thoughts and just really talking about how black excellence is important to you, what your beliefs are, what you stand on, and what you're doing in and throughout the community to drive that impact for not just right now, but future generations to come. We're going to head on over to Ngozi time, and then we'll come back to me. So, DJ O, take it away. Well, first of all, you know, to the international world, be ye also ready. And, of course, tonight, what more can I say to Dr. K as well as Cedric, MD? I want to thank you so much for being so transparent in your prowess to help people and change people. It's a long road. Sometimes we're misunderstood. Sometimes we're disrespected. But, however, we continue to go on with greatness a commitment to excellence, and that's what Genesis Mars Kemp did tonight. So to Dr. K and to Cedric M.D., you hear from Ngozi, thank you so much for what you've done for us on a constant basis in this realm of broadcasting prowess. How do you feel? First to Cedric and then to Dr. K. I feel amazing. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm still <laughs> – I think it was the mixture of the conversation and the music but I'm I'm still I'm still feeling my heart beating a little bit, um, and you know I good, just I really good. appreciate yeah you know the experience. Um, thank you all. You I mean this is an amazing show that you all put together. So um, much respect and love to you. Um, you know to you and what you're doing, and I really hope that you, you continue to keep going um, and keep pushing forward. And yeah, I just continue to um, you know hope to look forward to uh, support you all in whatever else I'm able to do. We thank you for your engineering and sciences. Be better. And now, Dr. K, how you feel? You know, I think Cedric took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> I literally was going to say the same, but I do. I feel absolutely amazing as well and inspired. I feel inspired. You know, I, there was so much shared tonight from just the, my fellow co-hosts, Cedric and Genesis, and even you. Thank you so much for just holding it down, like, phenomenal um, all evening and you know I also want to again just applaud everyone who called in all the callers every 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 aspect that was shared tonight was just so good and um you know I'm continuing to just continue I'm just continuing to like you know really digest it all I guess you would say because you know Mm -hmm. I really appreciate all the shares and um so I always walk away feeling inspired and challenged from conversations like this because I feel like it's just the necessary dialogue, but they don't happen as often. So, um, you know, I commend you both um, for um, hosting this platform so that we could have such an open and transparent dialogue. Well, we thank you both tonight for being wonderful and showing black excellence. And now let's talk about black excellence. This young lady right here, you know, we announced it on Saturday. For all the only hosts that should have listened on Saturday, you know now. Every single championship is dedicated to 
one of the greatest people that's ever been on this radio network. Her name is Darlene Lawrence. She was our first ever international internet radio broadcasting in Shirani for the class of 2018. We will always recognize her forever for this Darlene Lawrence championship. We congratulate Jessica Zamaris Kemp on her fifth only syndicated station all-time connection record and fourth consecutive. It reminds me such of, you know, Tara Strength, you know, who started the network, the first all-time connection record, Genesis, and didn't even get his second. But then that man went on a 33 connection consecutive record. How about that? 33 times he never had a loss. So it reminds me such of that. Congratulations, Genesis, for what you do for me and Beverly Nation on a constant basis. We are the greatest internet radio network ever. And tomorrow night, we prove it with the person that I aforementioned, Sarah Strength, and Know Your Rights, 9.30 Eastern Daylight Time on these O-N-E stations. And, of course, Beverly Nation has advertising to O-N-E, which is Ola Deli and Gozi Enterprise, and we, of course, at www.lookingglassentertainment.wordpress.com, as well as in Gozi Primetime, one at www.dev.com. We're in Gozi Time, both on Twitter and Instagram. Ola Deli and Gozi at Paris and Google+, Plus. Ola Deli and Malay and Gozi at Facebook, as well as our business page. Gems, as well as the historic Beverly Nation Online Radio established 2013. Any comments, suggestions, or a wonderful program tonight? Oh, late, date, late. That goes with my and gmail.com. And I am. <coughs> Genesis has already said who I am. So it's not important. The most important thing is I'm your mother and father's favorite producer, Ola Deli Malay, when Gozi saying good night and good luck. To all the folks out there in Armed Force Radio, I support us on a constant basis. Now, before I go, Jess is always bringing that point up on her radio show. No, I wasn't throwing shade. I was telling the truth. And she understood the truth. And that's why she's a champion. Nobody's throwing shade, man. Calm down, Genesis. You got three minutes left to go in the program. <laughs> All righty. Thank you so much. And I do appreciate you giving me my flowers. I'm going to kick it back into a quote by Martha Luther King Jr. If you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl. But whatever you do, you have to keep moving forward. So when I think about black excellence and what black excellence means to me, it means being authentically me. It means bridging the gap and combating stigmas. It means calling out unconscious biases, fighting against microaggressions, staying true to who you are and not bending or breaking at the appeasement of other people who were never really created to validate you. And one thing that I do want to say is I'm going to give my respect to my ancestors, those who have went before me, because we are all here because we stood on the backs and shoulders of somebody else. Had it not been for somebody else, where would we be? So we have to give people their flowers while they can bloom. And I'm just so thankful that my parents instilled in me something that others may not have had in their family. And I'm going to read this quick piece. I may not have a knee on my neck physically, but I know the pain, the pain of unfairness, injustice, racism, and et cetera. I can relate because the systemic issues that blacks and minorities face in the workforce allow me to feel pain. 
the evil and hate that you feel due to the color of your skin and having to watch your back when you go out in the free world. That's a pain. When a Caucasian supervisor tells you that you will be ranked in the bottom thirds if they were to convert you to a professional bucket, it's like a knee. When your employer pays you unfairly despite the work you are doing, the same work as your Caucasian counterparts, that's like a knee. When you are the only color person on your team, but your pay and ranking are different than the rest of your teammates, that's the same as a knee. When blacks and minorities have the same educational credentials as their Caucasian counterparts, but don't get recognized or promoted for their work, that's the same as a knee. When blacks and minorities are being lied on, locked in cages, mistreated due to the color of their skin, that's the same as a knee. We got to do better. No justice, no peace. This peace was written by me, Genesis Amaris Kemp. And this is what I felt on June 4, 2020, whenever all the things were popping off. We have to do better and come together. We can't just come together whenever things go south and things pop off. But what can we do to build back up the black community? What can we do to get Black Wall Street back? What can we do to really show the, our ancestors that they didn't die in vain? What can we do here and now to really fight for social injustice? combat the lack of diversity, equity, and inclusion in the workplace. What can we do? Are you here with me? It takes all of us to build the bridge. It takes all of us to use the power of our voice. Each one of us has been given a gift, a talent, and something amazing. We are all masterpieces. And one thing that I have done to show my part of black excellence is to put out my book, Chocolate Drop in Corporate America, From the Pit to the Palace. Because had I not been to the pit, then I wouldn't appreciate the palace. The palace for me looks like something totally different than Dr. K or Cedric Scott Jr. But you know what? We are black excellence. We're in this together. We curated this space tonight because we wanted to talk about what is black excellence, what does black excellence look like for you, and how can we come together and link arms and talk about our truth and lift one another up. I, there are 30 seconds left in the conversation, so say it with me. Black excellence is me, you, and all of us fighting together. Say it loud. What is black excellence? Come on, Dr. K. Come on, Cedric. <laughs>